Hey y'all, it's your girl Keith of Kentucky and you're tuned into another episode of So There's That The Podcast. First and foremost, I want to say, be mindful. We're in the fucking retrograde, baby. Mercury is in Gatorade, in Haterade apparently, okay? I wish I could say I had a really good week. I mean, it was decent. I got some shit done. I was very productive at work. Um, Stuff happened that kind of pushed me back, but we always bounce back like we always do. But it's just some news and pop culture and world events and stuff that made me feel like I had to step to the mic real quick to get some of my shit off per usual. I want us to talk to y'all. We're going to jump right into it. I'm going to keep this first subject very, very short because I am um, very likely to get emotional about it. Um, I think a lot of us see ourselves as black women talking to you guys. Um, Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it fucking... uh, Isn't it hard being strong all the fucking time, y'all? I'm giving you a moment to think about that, to breathe that in and release that shit and then realize that you don't gotta be fucking strong all the time because this week has been... It's a lot hearing the announcement um, from the findings of the Breonna Taylor case and how nobody can exactly see it the way that we see it. How I understand that the law has its procedures and and means of doing things and and doing business. Um, But none of the same questions that we pose are ever considered in the court of law. And I never seem to understand it. Um, So... We finally got them to give us some fucking answers as it pertains to Breonna Taylor. And unfortunately, we didn't fucking get any. The walls that were adjacent in the apartments um, that were aligned to to Breonna Taylor's, they, they, they got a little bit of justice. They got three counts of wanton endangerment. And I don't know about you because I don't be studying that shit. I don't be up in the law and orders and fucking the CSIs and shit. I don't be knowing about... What the fuck is a wanton endangerment? I don't know. I had to look it up. All I can tell you is there is a very minor charge in comparison to murder, which is what should have been fucking announced. There's no way that you could barge up into someone's apartment unannounced, no knocking. Apparently there was a witness, a one witness that saw them announce themselves, giving still Nobody's talking to the fact that this was in the middle of the night. So regardless, somebody in their sleep, it's just it's, it's so many things me as a regular ass fucking civilian could sit here and break down all the all the reasonable doubt here. If I'm using that terminology right. All the doubtful shit that that they sat up and waited months to look over it, to come to the decision of wanting endangerment for the aligning fucking apartment buildings, but nothing for Breonna Taylor. People are still fucking upset. Louisville, Kentucky, I am with you in spirit. I wish I could be there. Do what you must. Do what you feel. I don't know. I don't know. Daniel Cameron, you're a disgrace. Okay. He got up. He he entered the conversation. He entered the fucking conversation with sympathies to Breonna Taylor's family. And people who can do that shit are psychotic to me. Like he entered the conversation 
with sympathies went into a breakdown about how they came up with the decision that they came up with. Mind you, he did let us know that they didn't even have the, they they didn't take the time to even investigate the warrants that were given out because from what we know from the sidelines is that the warrant wasn't even for that house. So how they excused even looking into that questionable, how they admit to that on a public platform speaks volumes that you could say, I'm going to disregard this and we're going to look at the other shit. Because given, yeah, sure, dude shoots first, but you guys are doing a no-knock warrant in the middle of the fucking night, in the wee hours, waking people up from their sleep. So even if they do announce themselves, it's probably very likely that the motherfuckers didn't hear you because they was fucking asleep. You're going after somebody to serve a warrant for arrest at fucking midnight. And majority of America is fucking asleep. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And then he goes to under, to, to explain to us how since Kenneth, Brianna's boyfriend, shoots first and the officers shoot back because, because the boyfriend shot, that was justified in Brianna's death when she had no weapon on her at that time dog don't know motherfuckers don't know we don't know what do we do from here where where do we go from here except for um display our anger what do you want and then daniel cameron closes in conclusion says that um basically um you know this is justice and and basically told us we can be mad if we want to um, but revenge isn't the way. And and, and, and to that I say, I'm, I, you know, <laughs> I got to be careful about what the fuck I say here. Um, but you're not going to keep poking the bear, spitting in our faces and telling us to kick rocks. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's not going to happen like that. I assumed that there was going to be bullshit involved when it was announced very publicly um, that they were going to be paying Breonna Taylor's family um, upwards $12 million in a settlement case. When that was disclosed to the public very openly, I already felt um, the pit in my heart was starting to feel like, you know, okay, so this is what's going to happen. This is what's going down. Again, letting y'all know and be clear that I didn't expect, I think we've seen enough publicized cases at this point to know, you know, expect the worst. We expect the worst at this point. It will be nice to have a win, but we expect the worst. We expect y'all to do bad. (laughs) Okay. We don't expect y'all to do good by us because y'all don't got to. And it's just, I want to move on from this. Um, I hope I, I, I don't honestly, I'm speaking from a point of hopelessness and being transparent with y'all because of what the what the fuck guys we've protested peacefully um there's been violent protests out there there's been destruction of property out there every single fucking means of protest y'all fucking painting on the goddamn streets the nba fucking uh sitting out of games they didn't put fucking black lives matters on every fucking thing that is not what we're, I, I, you know, the public displays of fucking uh, the 
you kumbaya, I'm fucking, you know? To imagine that I could be laying up in my bed as a as a licensed weapon holder, lying in my bed, somebody bust through my house, my husband try to attack me, and I die. And you hold my husband basically to be the villain for that. They made Kenneth look as if he was the reason that his girlfriend passed away. I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. Okay. Whew. Like I said, the title of this episode is Audacity Trends. I know I try to keep it light, but this is a lot of dumb shit. And, and to interlude into the next story, I want to tell y'all about this person is still a friend of mine on Facebook. But this person posted a, 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 a Facebook status. <laughs> I'm just using this as a light segue into something. Told pretty much black women to, to pick ourselves up by our bootstraps. <laughs> when dealing with men because men ain't shit so like i am i I, uh, I inquired within the comments on what the fuck he meant by that and my I, i'm not reading the i'm not reading the direct comment i'm just paraphrasing a lot of this but he basically said that black women need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and not allow men to treat them like shit because uh, we're the bosses here and um, we make the moves and we're allowing it. So I asked him, I was like, well, mm, where's your where's your statement of accountability for black men? If this is the statement that you're making, I'm not making it. I'm not generalizing black men or black women to, to do nothing. I'm an equal opportunist, a uh, 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 tunist, excuse me, when it comes to men and women, because I understand that we are both uh, full of flaws here. We, we we both can have flaws. But what exactly do you mean by we need to boss up and stop allowing men to treat us a certain way? And he, he went on to say that, um, first off, <laughs> in very much a gaslighting sense, I don't know why I entertain motherfuckers on Facebook, to be honest with you. I, I'm, I'm really trying to do right by my own peace but I just get caught up every fucking time it's entertaining to me and I like to I like to talk people out of their their notions uh, I don't know why and not purposely I like to talk people into a circle where they realize that they agreed with me in the first place I'm very I'm that type of person sorry but I asked him you know to kind of explain himself and he said that he's a paid writer and he's a professional and that um if I interpreted it that way, then that's on me. And I was like, well, if you're a paid writer, don't you care about what your viewers interpret your message to be? Shouldn't you be kind of discerning about what you put out there, especially if you're paid and um, such a reputable like writer? And we went back and forth for a little bit and he basically ended up saying men ain't shit. And so I was like, well, by that assumption, are you saying that you ain't shit? And see, this is how I just mind fuck the fuck out of him. <laughs> he was like, you right, I ain't shit. And I was like, yeah, stop fucking. If you claimed, he claimed that he was a feminist and all this. I was like, well, dog, rule one of being a fucking feminist is basically not policing a woman. So you don't get to tell us how the fuck we act or interact with men. And you definitely don't get to put the, the blame on us for how men treat us. You talk to your friends over there about how they treat women. And I'll talk to women on what we could do better as women. How about that? You try that. You be a feminist that way by telling your dudes 
what they should and shouldn't be doing. How about that? <sighs> I should have blocked him, but he's he has entertaining um, commentary and he has a bunch of other people who seem to roast and ride him out all the time. So I keep them around, but I did definitely unfollow him because it was just too much. You can tell when certain people are just on to say what the fuck they got to say. And then they, it, it's, it's a comment section, but they're not really looking forward to uh, going back and forth with you because they are very sturdy inside of their own opinions. But anyways, let's move on to what we're really here for. I had to segue that because again, what audacity trends this week? I can't believe that nigga would ever say that shit or put that on a public platform. Um, so I had, I had to question that because I was like, what, what, like, who are you talking to? Like, first sit down somewhere. Let's shut up. Okay. We're here to talk about Tory Lanez. That's, that's what y'all came for, right? He is, I don't even want to say he's the top of the top when it comes to audacity trends because Daniel Cameron is holding that crown for the week. But Tory Lanez. As you were, Tory Lames with an M, very disgusted, very, like, I didn't know I could get furthermore disgusted with this nigga, to be honest with you. But y'all know they find a way to up the game all the time in the fourth quarter, baby, every time. And so Tory Lanez got on Beyonce's internet on the application Instagram. And he decided to let the people know that he was going to be releasing something to which a lot of people believed that it was going to be a live video because he gained quite the popularity over the quarantine in his early days due to his live videos, which I will say, I think, did I? I think I just saw clips of them on the shade room. I don't think I ever caught one because I'm an old lady and it's 11:23 right now and I don't know how I'm still up and living. So he gained some popularity from doing these quarantine radio situations during the early days, March to May situation, um, of when he would just, you know, bring on guests, be very entertaining, um, be very hilarious. I saw the clips. I'm not gonna, you know, discard that for what it is. I mean, quarantine radio apparently was a great success, but um, I don't understand with all of the stuff that's gone on between him and Megan. Um, eventually, I've broken this down on previous episodes of uh, So There's That, um, and you're free to go. I believe um, it's entitled Save Megan at All Costs. I'll protect Megan at All Costs. That episode kind of breaks down a little of the background between Meg and Taurus, but ongoing for a few months now. Um, but as of this week, I think Tory Lanez felt like he really just wanted to uh, let the people know what was going on. And we all assumed that it was going to be a live video on Instagram, but it wasn't a live video. Instead, what we received was a fucking mixtape. And the in the mixtape, in the damn mixtape, he's basically talking about Meg the Stallion and various other people who supported Meg the Stallion, most of them being women, okay? I have yet to listen to it. I was going to attempt to read off some lyrics or something like that. I don't feel like it. I'm not going to do that. I don't need to know fucking Tory Lane's side because what I do know is, is that 
Meg the Stallion's fucking whole foot was fucking shot. I don't know who um, he claims did it, but it seems like he's the motherfucker that did it since he was locked up with the gun that night. I like to put two and two together. I don't like fucking other sides of the story if it makes sense to me when I heard it the first fucking time from the person that it was happened to. Did that make sense? Probably not. The person that it happened to. Y'all know what the fuck I mean. So Tori, I didn't need your little funky ass side. Your whole five two set side. I didn't know that. I didn't I didn't I didn't need to know that. I don't understand why you felt to put it on wax. You are not fucking beefing with 50 Cent. What the fuck would you put that on a fucking record for? We don't care. There were things that he talked about. He actually admitted to having a crush on Kylie Jenner. Amongst all of this shit, he had to make sure he got out the fact that Kylie Jenner, and I fucking quote, because I remember this because I was like, nigga, what kind of fucking bar is that? This man going to say that Kylie Jenner looked like a baby in a manger. <laughs> wow. Basically saying, Megan, you lying. Your friend is lying. Kalani is lying. Jojo is the, y'all all lame for fucking taking her side. I can't make really a, a, a really great uh, assessment about Um, what he said because I refuse to listen to it and unfortunately it's funny now listen to me here because what I'm about to say y'all gonna sound it's gonna sound like I'm saying some shit that's gonna bother y'all but I'm just saying from a musical standpoint okay the music sound good right I'm not listening to the music I'm talking about production I'm, I'm talking about that I'm talking about the way he sounds of that I'm not listening to the lyrics it sound like Without all the fucking drama in his bitch assness, it might have been a decent turnout. But we all know the real attention uh, here is on his details that he's relaying about the events that occurred between him and Meg the Stallion. And he makes a lot of claims, though. Like, I'm trying to find the post that kind of breaks it down. I found a few of them. Um, mainly is that him and Megan was flying out to come see each other that they was together um that he misses her that he wants to be with her even though you know they have this friction um between them i just i just again say it with me audacity trends this week because i i never (laughs) i never thought that anybody would be as ballsy as Tory Lanez is to get on multiple, what, 17 tracks? And and mostly talk about the fact that he was with a woman and that he shot that girl, but he didn't really shoot that girl. He was with her, but she got an attitude problem. You are so fucking lame. And I hope that you are fucking canceled for the rest of your days for the rest of your days just a little bit i only gave y'all a little bit i can't even believe i want to know who's on his team i want to know who's on tory lane's team who said you know what get in a booth write that shit down and let's talk about it because none of it should make no sense um i'm really here for rick ross i'm here for all of these 
um, men that have come together to constantly tell Tory Lanez that he ain't shit. Okay. Um, fuck T.I. T.I. Um, reportedly said that he had a conversation with Tory Lanez and he said it didn't happen like that. Tory, I mean, T.I. T.I. first off is a he been woman hater. And anything that he says pertaining to any black woman, you just can't take that with any kind of, he don't even like his own daughter. He don't even like his own wife. Well, how am I supposed to believe what the fuck you be saying, T.I., Tip, Clifford, Lewis? fuck am I supposed to believe you and take what you say like your word matter or your word is bond over in these parts you don't even treat the people you love with fucking respect there's no way he's gonna look at Megan the Stallion with any bit of fucking sympathy so I advise anybody who feels like Tip is just this guy with a, a immaculate fucking vocabulary because he spent all of his jail time reading through a fucking thesaurus so now he got them shits in his back pocket taking his word for it fuck y'all you know what I'm saying <laughs> the hell I don't understand I hope that it is not streamed the fuck through where this guy feels empowered and redeemed and feel like motherfuckers believe anything he has to say. I don't know what Megan's next move is. I know that if I was shot by a motherfucker and they released a whole house, a whole album about me, basically trying to discredit me and say, um, you know, all this stuff and create rumors about our personal romantic relationship with, you know, I just, I'm keeping Megan in my thoughts. I'm hoping that her mind is, and the, the one thing before I move forward, there was a line, I was looking for the clips the whole time y'all, but I can't find them. The one of the lines that I listened to, I did listen to some clips on the shade room and at the neighborhood talk. That is, um, two of the blogs that I follow heavy. Okay. And one of the clips that had some of the snippets from the music had something about, it had something about him saying something about her mama, okay? Now, not anything negatively. It was something along the lines of, your mother wouldn't like to see you like blah, 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 blah. Now, we got to back that up just a little bit. And I might be sensitive because I've shared with you guys that I lost my mom. I will be fucking, I will be damned. If anybody that I am beefing with, that I have issue with, that I got problems with, ever fucking bring my mama's fucking name up, you gonna have mad problems with me. And I know the fact that he said that shit, that Megan might be right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Megan needs to make sure that she foul whatever. This nigga need to be deported. I can't even get my words out right about me, uh, about Tory Lanez because I'm just so I just the abuse bitch like you can tell Dream Doll has speaking spoke to this I don't know if y'all know who Dream Doll is she used to be I know her from as being Tabitha from 
Bad Girls Club. She was fucking horrible on there, but it was it was decent TV. I think that's when Bad Girls Club went downhill. But now she is a rapper. She releases decent songs, I guess. She has a very bad body. Don't like her booty and thighs line up. That was irrelevant and that was very mean of me, but I take it back. She's a pretty girl. And she released um, a while ago, like a year or so ago, a diss track about Tory Lanez also claimed that he was an abusive guy. And, um, you know, they had a relationship with each other for a small amount of time. And he actually mentioned her on the mixtape as well. Tory Lanez hates women. And the reason why this is such a fucking big deal is because to release this mixtape about Meg Thee Stallion, basically, this is where you're gaining your traction from. Don't lie. Don't say it's because people are checking for you. We, we sure the fuck weren't. We actually forgot about you. We thought you ran off to Canada. We thought that you were done. Okay. We thought you weren't going to say fucking nothing because there was nothing to be said. Okay. Tori, like, I, I don't understand, but you came here, you gave us this trash and you were talking about this woman that may or may not have been a relationship with you, but you, you violated, you violated and you used that. And, and one of my friends, my, uh, my friend Nyes said that and, and it was, if you take emotion out of it, cause I ask my music friends shit all the time to, cause I know they're not going to look at it in the same way that I look at it. But they said pretty much sonically, this album is great, right? Again, this is not my opinion. <laughs> sonically, the music is great. Production is great. All that. And my friend Nas believes that he literally put all of his chips on the table because he may not have another opportunity. And I surely hope that he never does have an opportunity to, I hope every tie that he has, I hope he loses every fucking bag he's ever obtained. Like he doesn't deserve it. No. I don't care. I don't care to know his side. I don't want to know nothing else. I hope Megan sends her fucking Houston goons on him. <laughs> I know she got some. Uh, I hope Bum B helps and assists with the 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 goon employment. Um, I hope he never shows his face in Houston because hello. He's going to have a red dot on his head and it's it's going to be a sad day, you know, for all the bum niggas that care about Tory Lanez. But um, that's pretty much all I had to say. I couldn't believe, I could not believe it that he would do this. And that's what the biggest thing I had to talk about on today's episode. I had to get it out. I hope I caught you up and spun you up to the, to the best of my ability. Hopefully I didn't leave any big details out. I was going to include some voice uh, records on here. I probably will do that after this break. So if y'all stay tuned, then we'll do that. Honestly, after reading more into this and realizing that Tory Lanez apparently lied about his height, it all kind of makes sense to me. Like, it's really... And like reading all the lyrics and everything, it really just sounds like a really short person being really defensive and angry um, that a tall, beautiful woman uh, told the truth about him. So that is my take. Hey, I'm back and I'm sorry. I was just all over the place talking about Tory Lanez. 
it's because he's a fuck nigga. And I just, I cannot with all the shit that he has done. Like, I cannot believe that he actually released a whole mixtape denying, discrediting, and then somehow uplifting this white lady at the end of it all. I just, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, I want to close out this episode saying that even though Audacity trends this week, <laughs> I'm like stuck on it because why is the first time I fucking had a title of a show before I closed the show. And so I'm actually proud of myself and it makes sense. And it segues, bitch. Like, boop, look at me. She's getting better. Like three years later into podcasting, guys, I've been podcasting for three years. Um... And it's been very exciting. It's been a very upwards and downwards journey. I'm glad that I have a solid base of friends and family that support me. Um, I actually was talking to some ladies last night and I had this thread where I just wanted people to sit up and just big themselves up on shit. Now, so I'm gonna say a bunch of stuff right now that's gonna sound like mad braggadocious and shit, but please just know that I'm speaking a lot of shit into the universe because I need a lot of shit to pop for me in the next two to three years. Um, I am fucking hilarious. I'm witty. I'm a good person. I'm a good, I felt like I felt like Snooky just now. I'm a good person. I'm sweet. I listen. I give great fucking advice. I do get fucking annoyed when you don't listen to my advice and you end up in a shitty position. I will be mad at you. I might give you solitude. <laughs> Look how this, this turned negative. Wait, abort mission. Um, anyways, I will be a radio host. I will be a great podcaster. I will allow more time for myself to focus on the things that make me happy. I will... Um, I will be out here in these fucking streets. You will fucking know my name. You will. I know that if I know anything. I You will know my name for greatness and for positivity. I encourage you guys to talk to yourselves this way. Um, I talked to a few of my friends in another group. Um, I'll say their name, Cyan and J-Lo um, and Emma, who... Um, unknowingly encouraged me to be nicer to myself. Uh, they actually was like slapping my hand about that. And and there's a lot of things, especially in the career that I have, um, that you could just look at yourself and be uh, such a critic to everything that you got going on from the way that you look, from the way that you carry yourself, to the way that you converse with people and talk with others, how you network, do you have enough friends? Are you an introvert? You're, uh, you know, extrovert? Are you, you know, there's so many things that I look at myself and I am able to sit there and criticize and I don't nearly enough say good and positive things. One of my friends, Jamitra, she does that shit all the time. And I just be sitting there, even though I know that I possess all these great qualities within myself, it's so hard to verbalize those things without feeling a certain way. I always don't like to say those things because I don't want people to think that I think a certain way, but well, I do fucking feel that way about myself. I feel great about myself. I um, am loving what 2020 has done for me as a person, the way it's made me look inward. And that was um, coming off the bat of my mother's death um, that I felt like I had to sit and sit with myself and um, love on the ugly parts of myself and um, water 
the great things about myself. So I, I just thank you to all of those people who have knowingly and unknowingly um, always pushed for me to love on myself, um, to recognize those gifts that I do have in myself, my tribe. They know who they are. Um, they do that for me constantly. And I've said this on shows before, but if you don't have those type of people around you, you need to get you a few. You need to get you some people that also are going to be 100% totally fucking honest with you. They're not going to be your yes men. They're not going to tell you shit that you want to hear. They're sometimes going to tell you some uncomfortable truths about yourself. And um, they're only doing it because they want you to do better and they want you to succeed. So I just want one Tell yourself some good shit about yourself sometimes. Think about where you want to be and say that shit out loud. Loud. Propose that self for you. Propose your higher self for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Believe in what you should be capable of. Um, And then keep people around you who are going to keep you honest about your path. You are the director of that path. No one else is going to keep to push you to your path, but you need people that are going to give you like high fives along the way constantly, but you have to do the work. All right. So that's all I got. I know this was a long, dramatic fucking, it wasn't even that long. I think it's shorter than usual, but this was a, this was a Debbie Downer episode, but I'm just here to report, to report the news, man, like up here to give y'all what y'all been waiting for. And that was just for me to just uh, babble about how fucking dumb Tory Lanez and Daniel Cameron are. If I were on and one day I may be on, I will be on. That's what I'm, I'm working on that. The Breakfast Club fucking 2030 or some shit. These niggas would be donkey of the day. <laughs> For sure. And they probably are. I just haven't checked Breakfast Club in a very long time. Um, so anyways, that's all I've got. Support black business. Support black woman. And mean that shit. Don't say it. <laughs> mean that shit, okay? Um... I got love for y'all, Louisville. I miss y'all. I love y'all. Please stay safe. But also, like I say, what? It is what it is. (laughs) I love y'all. So there's that into the next episode.